0: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say, I am your host, Stephen Ogle. With me, as always, is my, well, as always, back from her trip.
1: Oh my gosh. My
0: lovely host, co host, and wife, and everything in life for me, Jessica Carter Ogle.
1: Thank you. Hello, everybody.
0: Fumbled through that one really great, everybody. Woo! Great start. Classic. Woo!
1: Classic you.
0: 97 episodes in, and I still fumble through everything.
1: Part of your charm, I suppose. Yep, it's fun. Good times. Yeah.
0: So you're back from your trip.
1: I am. Tell I us am. all
0: what happened. Tell us.
1: I went to Florida, <laughs> my least favorite state in the world, but I have some family who I really love there. So the sacrifices we made. Hmm. Yes. Yes. So um, I mentioned it briefly because I was terrified that I was somehow ruining the surprise. Like even though we recorded early and the podcast came out the day we were flying home from the trip as i said i was still terrified that i was ruining the surprise so my aunt and uncle live in florida and um her one daughter and her husband live down there as well but my aunt lives in florida and my cousin who lives in missouri which is where they used to live was going to visit her mom
0: Uh aha
1: aha so her husband didn't want to go he has um a visceral reaction to Florida as mo-
0: as most of us do
1: <laughs> due to his past life there and he hates it there. So he didn't want to go. His own family lives there and he's like no, that's not happening. So <laughs> she was talking to me and I was like maybe I'll go if I can figure out like time through work and like we can find matching flights cuz you know two people coming in. And then the more we talked about it we were like well maybe we'll make it a surprise. Maybe we won't tell anybody and I said all right well If I'm going, then obviously my mom's going to go because that's her sister is the one we're visiting. Yeah. And, you know, my mom's retired. So I was like, if we can make this work, Kelly and I, who you've heard on the podcast a number of times, um, if we can make it work with flights lining up and stuff like that, then I'll just call my mom and be like, hey, we're going to Florida, you know, talk to dad and just to tell him and you guys just tell me, okay, because I know she'd want to go. So Kelly and I, we figured it out. We made it work. We booked our tickets before uh, Thanksgiving. I oh, didn't. Re- wow. I didn't even remember that. Kelly said it when we were there. So, yeah, I,
0: I forgot you guys booked it that early. Yeah,
1: so Kelly flies Southwest generally. It's a direct flight for her, but it was not for me and my mom. But I had a credit, and so we just booked it. And then our flight was supposed to leave at like noon or 1 o'clock on the Friday. And then I got an email. They moved me up to 9 o'clock.
0: Where were you supposed to originally lay over at?
1: I honestly have no idea. I don't remember. Like
0: Charlotte or something like that? That might be
1: right. I don't, I think that is right. I don't know how you remember that. Okay. But they moved us up to like nine o'clock and gave us a three hour layover. And so I'm seeing this before work and I'm just instantly livid because that's the kind of person I am. I didn't look at the details or anything. (laughs) I forwarded the email to Kelly with like an angry face. And then she wrote me back and was like, Just did you even look at this? No, I didn't. I was just mad. And she's like, your layover is in St. Louis, which means although it's a three hour layover, I will be there and then we will be on the same exact flight into Tampa, (laughs) which actually worked out perfect. Because our only concern was what if one of our flights is delayed and what if that's me and my mom? Because how are we going to explain Kelly not like leaving the airport? Yeah. You know? So my aunt has no idea that we're there. So we Kelly gets to the airport early. The three of us hang out. We go to this wine bar. We get mimosas. We get like a charcuterie board. It's a blast.
0: Wasn't there a little text message exchange with your mom and her sister? And she was like, what am I supposed to tell her? Like,
1: Oh, when my cause, mom- Because like,
0: they talk all the time.
1: Well, did I tell you my mom like accidentally answered the phone in the airport when my aunt called?
0: Oh, gosh. No, I did so not know that. I
1: didn't tell you this story- So we're in the airport. My mom's, as we get closer to the trip, my mom talks to my aunt every morning. And my mom's like getting nervous. My mom's like, it's so hard to talk to her. I want to be like, what kind of shampoo do you have, Cheryl? Do I need to pack shampoo? Like, like, (laughs) like our old trips to like Missouri and stuff. And I'm like, well, don't ask her that. Don't ask her what kind of soap she has. So, and my aunt has, her house is set up where her um, primary bedroom is on one side and her two guest rooms are on the other side. And they're always ready to go. And she always gives Kelly the option of whichever room she wants to stay in. So we knew we'd have no issue there. I told my mom, I'm like, just pack all your toiletries. Like, worst case scenario, we'll run up to the store. Like, it is Florida. It is – they do still have all the stores. Like, we're not going, you know, to the middle of nowhere. It's central Florida, so they've got everything. Yeah. But we're sitting in the airport after we, you know, had our molasses and stuff, and we've already been – like, all we ever do together is just laugh. So we've already been laughing hysterically, like – i had been up since 5:15. 15. ask kelly she will tell you she's like i i'm like i'm so tired so she kept making fun of me she's like oh jess i bet you're real tired huh you've probably been up since 5:15, haven't you i never heard that before and i'm like <laughs> i'm just tired so my mom picks up her phone and she's looking at it and it says cheryl and i'm like is that call on like is that on we're in the airport you can hear an announcement I quickly hit the off button and then it calls she calls back again and my mom's holding it and the three of us are just frozen in the airport staring at it like a bunch of idiots. And I, <laughs> I and then it goes to voicemail and I looked at my mom and I was like you do not get to touch your phone again. We are literally 2 hours away. Like we are 2 hours from touchdown in Tampa. You don't get to touch your phone again until you use your Apple Wallet for your boarding pass. And then my aunt left a voicemail and it said like oh I don't know if you called but something like just wanted to you know check in cuz my mom said she was going to the grocery store and had like a doctor appointment or something to to tell her why she wasn't talking to her but I looked and it said there was like a 1 second phone call and my aunt's like, this is my mom's like, maybe she just thought it was an overhead an- announcement at the grocery store. And <laughs> Kelly's like, oh, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. But my aunt's like, I didn't hear anything. I just thought it, like, picked up.
0: Yeah, at the grocery store. Now boarding. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Now boarding <laughs> the Granny Smith Apples on aisle 12. Now
0: boarding nonstop flight to Tampa. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. But we we get there and we're trying to figure out, like, how to do our surprise. Like... Kelly was going to go out, and then she was going to come back in like, oh, she forgot something, yeah. and then we were going to go out. We were going to be the thing she forgot. So as we're there waiting, because they were just going to come up to curbside baggage and you know pick her up, so then it got really busy as this big tour group came, and they were about to be like picked up. So my aunt calls her.
0: What's that tour group for? Were they, were, were they for anything in particular? was that- just like
1: a giant load of middle-aged people looking Confused in the airport, just bumping into each oh, other. Oh,
0: I thought it might have been for the uh, Royal Rumble that no, was happening.
1: But there were a few of <laughs> there was a bunch of WrestleMania t shirts at the airport and stuff. There was WrestleMania, there was Royal Rumble, people various wrestling yeah. t shirts. Yeah, yeah. And I had sent you that picture. There were like Royal Rumble, like sticker posters on the Tampa baggage claim yeah. doors and stuff. Um, But the surprise went really well because I, at the last minute, when Kelly was about to go out, I said, give me your water bottle. Just like, let's be as authentic as possible. And I grabbed her water bottle of her backpack so she could legitimately say she forgot something. You know, some truth in the lie always makes it better. Yeah. So she goes out because her mom's like, just come out and walk down a little bit. We can't fully get down there. There's a big bus for the tour people now. And so Kelly texts me and she's like, do you have your phone on you? And I was like, yeah, why? And she's like, just come out in a couple seconds. They can't get down there. So me and my mom walk out. There's about 30 people between us and them. And I look down and I can see my aunt. Like my uncle's driving. I can't see Kelly because she's like behind the hatch putting in her bag. And then I can see my aunt. And I can see her looking around. Like Kelly must have said she lost her water bottle. So I get through the wave of the people and I'm holding the water bottle in the air and I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, you forgot your water bottle. (laughs) So I see my aunt look at me and then I see her go, oh, and then she looks at Kelly and she's pointing at me. And then I see her start to slow down her pointing and look and look confused and look at Kelly, and then look behind me, because you can see my little mom coming up behind me.
0: <laughs> and then
1: we, as we get close, she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then she starts crying, and she's like, what is going on? What are you doing here? And then my uncle's in the car, and she's like, Keith, Keith are you saying this? What is going on? And to hear my aunt tell it, it's so funny, because it's context. It's like when you're a kid and you see your teacher in the store, like, what are they doing here? Who is that? Like, yeah. my aunt's like, I was thinking, Kelly, this water bottle is gone. Like nobody is, you're not going to be able to find it. (laughs) Because Kelly's like, I'm like my water bottle. Like, And then my aunt's like, and then I look out and I go, oh my gosh, this woman must have sat next to her on the plane. Like what a nice good Samaritan. Oh my gosh, that looks just like Jess. Like that person really looks like Jess. Oh my gosh, that person is, is that my sister behind her? Oh my gosh. and She's like, I just had no idea. Like this was. So it was great. It went.
0: That's cool that yeah. you guys went down there and surprised her. Like my, my mom and her sisters and uh, my uncle Timmy, their brother, they all went down and surprised my right. uncle Sam yeah. last year. And it was a similar sort of thing. Well, of he like, had
1: no idea anybody was coming. My yeah. aunt at least knew Kelly was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean,
0: I mean, and they had their own place to stay at yeah. and stuff, but it it's just, it's cool that, uh, that, it's happened now twice in my family that yeah. family in Florida have been surprised by people showing up and yeah. been excited that they've showed up. So oh, I yeah. thought I thought that was cool. I'm glad you guys got to keep it a secret the entire yes. time that nobody knew outside I mean, of Eric, Jack, me, yeah. you and your mom and Kelly and Wes. And Spouses. That's it. Yeah. Nobody Spouses else knew. and my
1: brother. That was it. We told no one. We yeah. told no one. Nobody at all. And, and, and
0: that's that's cool. That in a de- in a time of so- social media and everything, that you guys yeah. were able to keep that a secret until literally, like she oh, saw yeah. you, which
1: is cool. My in the car, my aunt's like, I just keep looking in the back seat because I just can't believe that you guys are here. And I'm like, I know, like, yeah. People I know are like, oh, what are you going to do at Florida? This, that, and the. And I'm like, I'm going to my aunt's house. And they're like, yeah, but I'm like, no, no, I'm going to my aunt's house. Like, this you is don't not a Tour trip. This is not like we just hang out and have fun my aunt has a nice house she's got a built-in pool with like a screened like back porch area so it's all screened in it's really nice like kelly and i they had like a watermelon inner tube and a kiwi inner tube and we spent like 3 days in the pool with seltzers being literal fruit loops like hanging <laughs> out in the pool and like nice. it was just I'm like, we could have been in Missouri, Florida, any state. It doesn't matter. We just hung out together and laughed. Like, I haven't laughed hysterically for, like, four days in a long time. Every one of us took turns crying, laughing till we cried, spitting up our food, spitting up a drink, like, being hysterical, being, like, overtired hysterical. Like, (laughs) it had been a long time since we had all been together like that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So
1: it was very cool. And then... You know, my other cousin Katie, is there as well, and you know she didn't know we were coming, so she had some plans that weekend as well, but we were still able to see her and we were all able to do a shopping trip, which the five of us hadn't done in a very long time and hang out and it was just nice to yeah. to do all of that.
0: So so how was the the trip from the airport? How did that how did that go? I mean, you're tired. You've been up since 5:15. Surely there was no more shenanigans that happened that would make you even more tired or laugh more, right?
1: No, I mean, um there was a almost sideswipe in the car. <laughs> my <laughs> uncle driving. Golly and I were scared. We almost got si- we almost my uncle sides almost sideswiped someone. His response was I used my signal. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. I don't
0: I don't I don't, then, I don't want to bring bring up something old, but it sounds very similar to your other uncle Johnny of saying oh, I'm driving pretty well without my glasses. Yeah.
1: So I don't know, maybe there's something there. <laughs> uh, my poor mom kept getting locked in her seat belt. So she would just be like slammed up against, we figured out the problem there in in her not being able to work the back seat seat seatbelt. So that was, but I, but Kelly was in the middle. So she got to fix that. So she just yelled at me because I wasn't the one fixing it. And I was laughing and I was like, look, Kelly. And she's like, oh, I know you're too tired to handle this. So I've got it. So, yeah, I mean, just from the moment we landed, it was just, Pure chaos, <laughs> as it usually is. So uh, that's but funny. It was great. Yeah, we had a great time.
0: You mentioned that because uh, you had texted me at some point. I don't. I think you had finally got to your aunt's house that night, and you had texted me, and you're like, "Wow, you're you're the only one. I'm so glad that 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 we're good because you haven't texted me about any problems already. Yeah. at the house, but." <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I know. My dad was texting my mom because he couldn't find something. Wes was texting Kelly because he was starting a remodel project in her closet and he did not finish that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm so glad Steven didn't do anything. All he texted me was like, hey, I don't think this chocolate ice cream is for the dog, is it? And I'm like, no, 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 it's not.
0: I mean, I didn't think it was, but it looks similar to what we normally give her. And I was no. like, this doesn't look the right shade. No. I I'm not giving this to her, so no. I'll have to go buy but it something. But was,
1: it was fun. That was a long day, though. But we had a good time. Gosh, yeah. what else did we do?
0: Um, I got something in here of, uh, of a misnamed uh, pastry place.
1: Oh, we <laughs> So we were going, went to this donut place. Kelly and I were super disappointed. So we wanted like something sweet. And my aunt was like, oh, we can go to Gopher Donuts. And we were like, oh, great. And Callie and I were like, oh, Gopher Donuts. This sounds great. Like we were both like, oh, this is going to be our kind of place. Maybe we'll get like a souvenir t-shirt, or like a gopher or something. This will be great. And we pull up and it's actually called Go for Donuts.
0: Like the number four? No,
1: like Go F-O-R.
0: They didn't even put they didn't even No They weren't even smart enough to use a number
1: four. Their their donuts were very good and they were very nice. But we were like Kelly and I were like, Man, missed opportunity. It should be gopher donuts. And we had their whole slogan, their whole like marketing planned out. It was gonna be this cute gopher that wore donut glasses, like donuts (laughs) with sprinkles, and those were his glasses. And Kelly's like, I would have bought a mug for sure. And she's like, And we both probably would have bought t shirts. I'm like, you know we would have. Oh my merch gosh. merch right there that's funny so but it was nice we got there at the end of the day and the lady's like if you guys want any extra donuts we're gonna be closing up and so we took a bunch of donuts from. i brought you a donut home so we went on yeah. monday and we came home tuesday and my mom's like what is this donut here and i'm like i'm taking it home to steven she's like you're bringing steven that donut home oh here's a couple day old donut i'm like one day He's getting it the next day.
0: It's a little flat, like it got smushed, but it, well, was, it, it still was still in tastes my pretty bag. good. <laughs> it did
1: get a little smushed. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We just had I mean, it was great. It was nice to be floating around the pool. Their pool was heated. Ugh. So
0: you're leaving out a big story. You're leaving out something huge. What? Because I got a text message from your aunt that was a group text with Wes and I. Oh that was a photo. Of you and Kelly wearing what looked like big, huge Barbie onesies of some okay. sort. Or a big shirt or something. Wow. But you two had on these big wow. Barbie- th- Could
1: you be more of a gross things. boy? That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. And it was there will be a picture in the collage just for the- Very I hilarious even- moment. Kelly's face right now hearing this is- Kelly, it's the same one I have right now because oh, that was. Terrible. I'm looking at
0: it now. It's like a nightgown. It almost. is a
1: nightgown. Yes, it might
0: as well be like a a Barbie moo, moo or something.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> Kelly, I'll hit him for both of us. <laughs> and it, you're- it's a Barbie nightgown. It looks just like a little girl's Barbie nightgown, except for it's an adult for an adult woman. Uh. And Kelly and I got them. And yes, it's 80s Barbie. We were we were in Walmart which, you know, small towns, Walmarts. So we're in Walmart, and we're like, oh, look at this Barbie nightgown. That's cute. And she's like, it is. And then we're looking at each other, and we're like, well, we should, should we just get these and have match? And she's like, we probably should. And so we got them. <laughs> and then we got this two-pack of little slippers, and we braided our hair and wore our Barbie nightgowns.
0: <laughs> so I said to your aunt, I said, I knew Florida would be a bad influence for her. And she said, I don't think you can blame this on Florida, LOL. <laughs> Wes was like, There comes a point as a mother slash aunt, you need to step in and shut it down.
1: <laughs> you can't shut it down. <laughs> Kelly she's, and I She's like, are if not- only
0: I wielded that much power. Kelly
1: and I are not able to be shut down. <laughs> we're very not similar and it's funny because we just exist. We just are who we are. Yeah. But when we're together, apparently that's quite a quite a thing. And both of our moms... We were in like a fitting room at a store. Oh, the and goodness. my aunt was like, you two in there were like, oh, my God, Kelly, I don't like this, but you should wear it. And Kelly was like, oh, my gosh, Jess, I don't like this, but you should wear it. Then you both come out of the fitting room and you're both flailing your arms. And you're both like, oh, my God, you look so cute. You look so cute. And my mom's like, I had to get away from you two idiots. And I went to the other side of the store and I could still hear you. And it was awful. She's like, you two are finishing <laughs> each other's sentences. This is horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? wow this is just great stuff (laughs) so yeah Yeah. they were lucky to experience me and kelly
0: (laughs) yeah but did your uncle cook anything cool while you guys were
1: down there um he smoked some delicious salmon oh my gosh and he made he makes um i can't remember what the soup's called but it's like ground sausage and like kale and potatoes and stuff that's really good It's like an italian soup okay so yeah he made that but it was just fun we hung out we played games had some drinks
0: yeah for the few minutes i talked to you on the phone you guys sounded like you were having a riot so it was good
1: yeah i was oh, yeah. i was happy
0: you guys were having a good time we
1: did i mean before we left my mom looked at Andrew and was like we're gonna do this again probably this year so don't worry and kelly and i <laughs> are like Okay, well, l- lady with unlimited time on her hands.
0: Sounds like my mother when she's like, oh, I could come up for a few days during the summer or a week or two weeks or oh, a month. I know, I know. All in the same breath. She's gone from yeah, a couple that was of days when to when a month.
1: was when she said, oh, when I retire, I could come up for a week or like two weeks or a month. I looked at Stephen. and I was like, when's it going to end? I'm, I'm just going to let this ride out. I just want to see how far it's going to go. <laughs> she's going to start... Getting our mail delivered? (laughs) I don't know how this is going to go. Oh, gosh. But, yeah. That's funny. So we had a great time. I will say something funny, though. On the way back, um, so my aunt's like an hour and a half from the airport. And then, you know, we had to change planes. And so it's like two hour-long plane rides turns into like a 10-hour travel day, which is like, ugh. And I'm just like... I didn't want to sit by the doors on any of the planes because if you guys recall the Alaskan Airlines flight that had the hole in the door.
0: I don't recall it, but well, I'm- You I, need
1: to start reading your morning, bro. I've been telling you. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. <laughs>
0: Ricky's going to be happy you yeah, gave a plug I for mean, that that place again.
1: Yeah. So um. anyway, got to do that. So on the way there, I was like one row in front of it and then on the way or i was one row behind it and then on on the second flight on the way there kelly boarded before us and she saved us and we were in front of it and i was like oh i'm just sitting by the door this whole time and then on our final flight home we're sitting there and the row next to my mom and one behind she's like oh they're fixing a tray table like the tray table was broken and they're putting in like the nuts and bolts and stuff so we're sitting there And our flight time was like, they gave us like an hour and 45 minutes. And the captain announced like, oh, it's an hour and four minute flight time. And I'm like, why do we have so much time if it's such a short flight? Like, that's weird. And I'm checking like, did they refresh it? Are we going to get in early? What's going on? No, they didn't, but whatever. So we're sitting there and the flight, we're all in there. We're all boarded, but they have not closed the doors yet. Nothing's happening. So... We're about 10 minutes past our departure time, and we're sitting there. People are starting to murmur, and the guy next to me is like, he took out his earbud, and he's like, have they said anything? And I'm like, no, and he's like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, yeah. And then the captain comes on, and he's like, well, you guys probably think that planes run on fuel, but they actually run on paperwork, and it seems like they must be cutting down a tree to fill out the paperwork back there because they had to fix a tray table, and we're waiting to get a sign-off on that before we can take off. So we're waiting on the paperwork for that. So it took like 15 minute delay to get a signature on a piece of paper for the tray. Wow. The reason I bring this up is because I read an article about a Mexican Airlines flight and they had a mechanical issue and the people were supposed to take off at like 845. They were on their plane, doors closed for four hours. No airflow, no water, no nothing. And the people were starting to get... You know? Yeah. And one passenger, like, opened the door and went and stood out on the wing. And, like, he ended up, like, you know, people, the crew, like, was like, oh, my God. He ended up, like, turning himself over to, like, the FAA or whatever. But all of the passengers were, like... He like saved our lives, giving us oxygen, giving us air. And they all wrote like a letter and they all signed it in support of him and like everything. I'm not really sure what came of it when I read the article on Monday. Like it wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't any follow up. But I was like, I couldn't imagine four hours because my thought was 10 minutes of Tay Trable paperwork. And I could hear I could feel the people buzzing around me, not just like. Hearing them, but you could start to feel people getting buggy on the flight.
0: You could feel the tension
1: because it's ten minutes, and they hadn't been told anything. And let me tell you, being told you're waiting on a signature for a tray table—what hell's a, <laughs> a tray table? A tray table? Golly, I've been doing the whole talking on this whole darn thing. I'm bound to flummox it up. Anyway that doesn't help no that doesn't make you go oh i get it mechanical like a mechanical thing maybe would help a little bit but being told like that like so i can't imagine having been on a flight like you talk about these people around so i was just thinking to myself like these people for four hours yeah i would have been applauding this guy too because the the buzzing i felt around me after 10 minutes i can't imagine four hours
0: I'm thinking to myself, you keep saying four hours, and I'm thinking that they would have to probably drain the bathrooms and stuff like that before they went on a flight, depending upon how long that flight was, because say it's a three-hour flight. They're going to need to now, after four hours, because I I guarantee you people have gone to the bathroom during that four hours. They've had to. I feel
1: like, why can't you serve them water? Something. Why can't you? Why is that like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. And in a lot of places, water costs money now. Yeah. They're starting to charge for water. Insane. Come on, man. Ugh. Ridiculous.
1: Well, in other news, Steven, while the cat was away, did the mice play?
0: Yeah, we had some fun. We had some fun. I got some of it in the entertainment section uh, in regards to the Royal Rumble. But uh, we had, uh, we meaning uh, Sophia and I, Mm -hmm. had an absolute blast. It was quiet. It was, you know, uh, we had a lot of playing. We had we watched some shows together. We watched uh, season three of of Slow Horses. Oh, we started... did she like that? Yeah, she liked it. Oh, wow. She does find uh, Detective Lamb to be very gross, though. She oh. is not a fan of his eating. She looks away. Uh, um, very disgusting. She doesn't want to see it. Um, but then we started watching Ozark, and also for the Royal Rumble, which I'll get into the actual Rumble itself, but. Uh, Tony and Eric and Joe all came over, and Sophia, she, when she loves someone, it she's, is she's all in, it is full tilt, all in everything she's got. And Joe was the first one to get here, and she stuck to him like like she, she was glued to his ankles when he walked, and then when he sat down, she got up there, and I was like. It's like Joe, you can you can get her off of you if you want to, and he's like, no, man, I'm cool. And just like she stuck to him. I mean, she crawled over him twice to get into the corner he was in to let him know that she was going to circle and then lay down there, and so he had to move out of the corner. She did that to him at least twice, maybe three times on the night. Hilarious. Uh, she also curled up next to Tony several times and had your brother with toys. She was having a riot. She oh, absolutely I'm loved sure. it. So yeah yeah good times um and then uh watched uh sunday watched the lions game of which was a tale of two teams and two halves in which the first half was some of the most amazing football i'd seen them play all year of which in the second half uh for those of you that already know the second half was the most god-awful game i've seen in years I watched that as brutal. well in my Barbie absolute, dress, absolutely brutal. In my like,
1: Barbie moo-moo, as you would say.
0: Like they didn't even show up for the second half. Like they they beat themselves. I mean, I they mean, were ahead by they were ahead by seventeen going into the half, and they just beat themselves.
1: I knew when they came out so hot, I was like, oof, mm-hmm. oof.
0: So, um, but the good but news hell is, the season. The good news is, is that uh, uh, Dan Campbell, head coach, got coach of the year. Voted on by where
1: did we go when his big old head was everywhere? Oh, the post in Plymouth, about the post, yeah. Um,
0: and then uh, their uh, GM got voted GM of the year. Uh, their offensive coordinator uh, did not take any jobs to go anywhere else, he stayed because he said he has unfinished business. And I like it, yeah. I like that. I like that in a coach yeah. that goes, No, nah, we were close. Like, if you if you put it all on, if you look at everything, if you look at the refs messing up the Cowboys game and you actually put that the way it's supposed to be, in which the Lions actually win, they're the number two team overall. But due to a tie break and them not winning that game, they were the number three team overall. Yeah. So I mean, very good season. season for them. Yeah. Very good season for them. They they absolutely proved with their record that they belonged in that championship yeah. game, and it's the first time in in a long time. That yeah. they've first time in thirty two years that they've won two playoff games in the same season. So, yeah. uh, very good. Very proud of that team. Yeah, I for mean, sure. I wore my, I still wear my Lions hat and stuff. I'm not ashamed of of no. their loss. And I, I, I'm just, it's frustrating that they lost. But um, yeah, but I'm still proud of them, man. I mean, it's they did a fantastic job this season. The team was great.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, cool.
0: Uh, but yeah, we did that kind of stuff, and then uh, I'll talk more in the entertainment section about all cool.
1: that. And then, uh. What else do we got going on?
0: Uh, we went and saw Julie for her birthday. Yeah, our friend met Julie. birthday. Met her for birthday. the ice fest. We went,
1: yeah, Plymouth had their ice fest this weekend. And I mean, it was like 40 some degrees, which isn't like too bad for an ice fest, but it was so sunny, which I am not going to complain about. I thought it was wonderful and gives me, you know, hope for a Punxsutawney Phil seeing not seeing a shadow and saying, you know, we're going to get spring. But yeah. I felt like it was spring. I felt like spring was coming because it, it was felt so... Like it. Sunny, I didn't need gloves, didn't need hat, but at the same time, ice sculptures were melting. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of. Some of them we
0: couldn't actually tell what they were. And today
1: it's super like gray. And I'm like, man, as much as I want, I enjoyed my sunny weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Like sitting on my couch, I could feel the sun. It was amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh, too bad today wasn't the weekend for all the people's hard work.
0: Speaking of sunny, uh, what's this news bit you have about field and stream?
1: Oh, yes. I don't know if you all heard. But Eric Church and Morgan Wallen, two country superstars, have purchased Field and Stream magazine. <laughs> and they will have tiers of subscriptions from like 10 to like $90 where you can get different things. That's They're going to have a, a kickoff concert series, like a big concert festival, music festival. to kick it off.
0: Nice. But That's they both cool. talked
1: about like their childhoods. And I think it was Eric church talking about seeing that on his grandpa's dashboard and just like all of that, Morgan Wallen talking about fishing and stuff. And just, I mean, obviously so many of the print magazines and stuff, I was just reading earlier. So many of them are laying off people. Like it's, it's a weird juxtaposition for me to be seeing them talking about how like the job market is booming so much and seeing also so many company companies laying off such percentages of people. And having trouble like rationalizing that in my brain and, and like what that means, how that makes sense to me. But so many print magazines and things are down. Like I even when we when we I went to the airport. So I go to pick up my mom and then she's like, Oh, I, she said something about like, Oh, I thought you'd bring me a magazine. Did you bring me one? I was like, what? She's like, Why oh, do you know all those magazines? I was like, that you get I'm like, I haven't subscribed to a magazine in like 10 years. What are you even? When was the last time I gave you a magazine? She's like, well, I don't know. I didn't know. And I'm like, I haven't subscribed to a magazine in like a decade. And then you think I'm just going to all of a sudden you think I'm going to bring you a magazine. I think we were in the line to like check our bags. I was like, I don't even know what is happening right now. But that's the thing. Like, I used to subscribe to a bunch of magazines. And, like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I picked up a magazine I used or to, looked at
0: it. I used to do Sports Illustrated. Uh, I've done that a couple times in my life. My dad, uh, he never subscribed to Field & Stream, but he would buy it if he was in, like, the hunting store or whatever and yeah. saw some stuff for bow hunting I mean, or whatever. I I think
1: it would be cool if they could revitalize that for another generation. So, yeah. that's cool. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, a hot button uh, item is Little Miss Taylor Swift.
0: We we have several I, items on her but
1: go ahead. Yeah. So some of the stuff I was looking at is you know everybody a lot of like the man babies and stuff talking about her and the chiefs and everything. I mean, I can't help but love her when just like her existence alone is threatening like weak men. It just love it.
0: It is absolutely insane to me. Yeah. That anyone would be upset. Yeah. That Taylor Swift likes their football team
1: so here's the thing about that that's that's it's the it's fan people because she has a 330 million dollars in brand value for digital content online news and merchandise for the chiefs and nfl in general and they are the ones who pan the camera to her it's not like she's up there doing it. No. So if you want to be mad at anyone, be mad at the NFL and the Chiefs, and they're going to say, well, screw you, because she's bringing in $330 million. And female viewership of NFL is up 9%, which is huge because of her.
0: You know, it's interesting. Two things is that, one, during the championship game where they where the Chiefs beat Baltimore, they kept showing Taylor Swift. She was on TV for 24 seconds in the entire game the entire three and a half hour broadcast she was on tv for 24 seconds so for all the people getting mad slow your roll number one number two during one of those times she literally was like watching the tv and she was like stop showing me yeah like i like stop showing me i saw at one point after the game was over she's down on the field with her boyfriend who plays tight end for the chiefs and they're hugging and he like went to kiss her, but he was like, uh, he's like, and he he clocked a camera mm-hmm. at his nine o'clock. Yeah, and he was like, uh, they're they're filming us. And she's like, she dropped an ep- expletive and was like, I don't care. Yeah, and and he was like, all right, cool. You know, and it's one of those things that he being a football player, I don't think. He's as used to the publicity as what she is because she gets no a way. ton of publicity. Number People one. People
1: think they own her.
0: And they do not. No. It is insane because People that. People
1: think she's their commodity.
0: I, I know you're probably going to get to this as part of your deal, but at the Grammys on Sunday night, during her acceptance speech for winning, you know, album, what did she say? Oh, I don't. She announced a new album coming in four months that she's been holding out and not telling anybody for For two two years.
1: years. Yeah. So she won (laughs) her fourth Grammy for album of the year for Midnight's, which puts her ahead of Frank Sinatra, um, Paul Simon, like all those people. Yeah, She's like ahead of everybody now. And she announced her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, that's going to come out in April. And another thing for her Her sales were 2% of the entire music business in 2023. The entire music business in the U.S. (laughs) in 2023, 2% were Taylor Swift's sales. Just for like some context, that's more than the entire jazz and classical music combined. Wow. That was her. Wow. So, I mean, what's not to like about her? And she's nice. The thing is, she always comes
0: across as genuine. Yeah. Comes across as herself. Um and, and if I was if I was any sort of business or company, like if I was the Chiefs, I would be ecstatic yeah, that she goes not? to games. I would be ecstatic because she brings with her a following that is absolutely like unheard of. There and is then- nobody Nobody. I'm telling you right now, if the WWE could get Taylor Swift to WrestleMania, they would because it would launch their viewership even bigger than getting anybody else that they could get on the company. And
1: then there's like, I don't even know who this jerk is and he's not worth even saying, but that was like, oh, um, her boyfriend's getting a $70,000 bonus. So now you see why she's with him. She's a freaking billionaire, and people were commenting he'd make he'd make more he'd make a bigger bonus if he drove a truck on her tour. Yeah, which is true. Yeah. They got a hundred thousand dollar bonus. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that. Yeah. yeah, she's with him for money. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she'd never be with anybody for money. You idiot. Yeah, stupid man. Yeah, she could. A freaking she could conservative, right wing idiot.
0: She could probably find that seventy thousand dollars in a couch. Yeah, with no her kidding. Somewhere like it's 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 insane. That woman has more money than she will ever her be able to spend.
1: Probably insured for more than that.
0: Yeah. So and and good for her because she's self made.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: she is legit. She's self made. She's she's always herself. The only and pe- people that I talk
1: crap about her are people that have nothing better to do, and people that are just like. People who like to complain about stuff for no reason. Yep. That's it.
0: They they just want something to complain about. Yeah. For sure.
1: So speaking of music.
0: Uh, Yeah. Speaking of music, I got a couple things on the Grammys. Then I got some album anniversaries. Cool. So uh, on the Grammys, uh, for those of you that uh, follow our podcast, we talked about the CMA Awards in which uh, Tracy Chapman was the first ever non-country artist to win Song of the Year with Fast Car because Luke Combs covered it. Well, at the Grammys, they performed it together. A uh, couple notes about it. Um, number one, Tracy Chapman, no in-ear monitors, playing her acoustic guitar. Oh, really? Yeah. And her reaction to seeing the the crowd react to her and be excited as soon as she started, started playing it, literally, like Taylor Swift stood up, John Legend stood up. Uh, Warren and Treaty st- stood up, Jelly Roll, all of them. They were all singing with her like they were kids again. And then you got Luke Combs that was on stage next to her in which they were trading verses, and he couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. The dude was like a kid in a candy store, man. And she just had this presence about herself of just of just taking in the appreciation and enjoying it. It was so cool. It was very cool. I, I liked awesome. it a lot, but I really liked the fact... Um, I really like the fact of her reaction when she sees everybody like start to stand up and like get excited. It was like, all right, man, this is, this is cool. And this song is like, this song was out in the nineties, 92. It's crazy. 91, 92.
1: A a second life.
0: It is crazy. And it turned into being the number one song on iTunes today, the day after the Grammys. So I thought that was funny. That's awesome. Uh, A couple of notes. We didn't watch the Grammys, because no. the Grammys has a lot of pop stuff, and we don't listen to a lot I of pop didn't stars. I not know half of the stuff I there. definitely didn't know half, but a couple of things I wanted to rattle off, which relates to us and our podcast. Lainey Wilson got Best Country Album. Cool. Chris Stapleton mm-hmm. got Best Country Song and c- Country Performance for White, White Horse. Horse. Oof. Um, Barbie got the uh, son- uh, Best, let's see, a Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. Okay. Oppenheimer got Best Score nice. for Visual Media uh casey musgraves and zach bryan got best country duo i didn't even know they did a song together so i'm gonna have to check that out
1: yeah what the heck is that about
0: um molly tuttle got the uh, best bluegrass album for city of gold which if you have not listened to that album i recommend it it's a very good album uh jason isbell got best american roots song for cast iron skillet it's a song off of weather Vanes.
1: what the heck is best american roots i don't
0: know it's more category yeah And, and and that's not even folk Like, they've got folk, bluegrass country, and American roots.
1: Wow, they must have expanded. I wonder...
0: Yep, they're uh, spreading things out there. Uh, Jay-Z got the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I know there's a whole controversy, and I don't want to get into it, but yeah, I thought it was interesting that Jay-Z's even. getting an award when he hadn't put out an album in like four years.
1: I th- is it like a lifetime achievement thing? Maybe. I don't know. I'm over Jay-Z.
0: Um, the big story, though, that came out of the Grammys, outside of Taylor Swift getting uh album for Midnight's and pop vocal album for Midnight's, and Miley Cyrus getting record and pop solo performance for Flowers. The biggest thing was Killer Mike from... uh,
1: Run the Jewels. Run
0: the Jewels. He released a new album last year called Michael. And he won Best Rap Album, and then he had a single that won Best Performance and Best Rap Song. So he won three Grammys last night.
1: And then what happened?
0: And then... Um, shortly thereafter, after he got backstage, he got arrested and taken out out of the place. He got arrested for something that's not even related to the Grammys at all. Now, here's the interesting thing about all that. In Los Angeles, where the Grammys took place, generally when the police are going to arrest a celebrity, generally they call their agents to sit down and have a conversation first to be like, hey, let's have a Q&A, kind of like you see in a detective show where they call yeah. somebody in for questioning. That's the sort of thing that they do. They didn't do that. They took him out in handcuffs at the Grammy Awards out the back door after he won his three for awards. For
1: something that didn't even happen.
0: Didn't even happen at the Grammys. And something that, uh, according to his, his folks and his press release today, that he's not even guilty of, which is insane to me. And... All the stuff that I saw about Killer Mike, it was mostly about him being arrested and not about his three Grammys. Yeah, and he course. got three Grammys. Nobody else got three Grammys last yeah. night. And he swept, swept it in the rap category with stuff. And I just think that's unfortunate. When
1: did the incident happen?
0: The incident happened like uh, before, before the Grammys, I, it, but it just didn't happen during it. It happened... Like, on a different day or something. Wait,
1: that's what I'm saying. Was it, like, two days before the Grammys, a day before the Grammys? Like, Yeah. Would, did the arrest need to occur It's supposed, during the Grammys?
0: It was supposedly uh, due to a physical altercation.
1: Right. I just feel like... But it had
0: nothing to do with the Grammys.
1: I mean, I can't help but have my first thought be like, oh, I can't imagine that, you know... Yep. I mean, somebody else would have been arrested like that. Yep. Luke Holmes wouldn't have been arrested like that.
0: Nope. And that's the thing. So, like, it's it's just bizarre when generally with those type of people, especially in a public place like that, they generally contact their their agents first to make sure to not make a public deal about it and not try to uh, draw attention to it. And I think that's I think that's a also at a place
1: with like so many like civilians and so many people and cameras and like is it is it necessary to have that extra risk and extra all of that in a place like that that doesn't feel like it is and there's something that didn't happen there in that moment
0: and there's tons of camera angles because people had it filming it on their cell phone of him getting carried out which is ridiculous yeah so unfortunate for him but he won three grammys and uh he was the only one to do it and i think that that it, it will unfortunately be overshadowed and that sucks um so uh couple grammys or oh, grammys wow I got that on the brain couple album anniversaries this week uh for the for the dates that surround this week's podcast um we talked about quite a few albums last year and you can find those on episodes 47 and 48 that have to do with these dates that were coming up with february 6th through the 12th a uh, couple of big ones that uh we'll just hit just a couple this week i'm not okay. going to hit them all uh, we got "Get Rich or Die Trying" by Fifty Cent. That album is now twenty-one years old.
1: Isn't it Fifty Cent?
0: Fifty Cent with "In the Club."
1: You didn't go, yeah.
0: Shorty. It's your birthday. We are gonna party like
1: you it's weren't your born birthday. and raised in Detroit. No, I was sure. not.
0: I was not. Uh, Fall Boy's "Infinity on High" is seventeen years old. That's their third album and are arguably their best album. And after that, it started to go downhill. Um. Let's see. Uh, Dirks Bentley's album Home is twelve years old, mm. which that's when Jess broke up with B- Dirks Bentley.
1: That's when we broke up. Yeah, that's yeah. when five one five zero came out and we had to break up because that song's terrible.
0: That song's not great. It's but the rest of the album is still yeah, good. It's though.
1: Terrible. Who would know? Because how would you even get past that?
0: <laughs> I mean, that song's like well, number nine or ten on the album, so you can still listen to a bunch of songs before it. Um, Morrison Hotel from The Doors is fifty four years old. That's their fifth album. That's Roadhouse Blues. Um, Excellent song. And then uh, Three Doors Down, The Better Life, 24 years old. Nice. Kryptonite.
1: That makes me feel not as young as I would like to think I am. Yeah. So moving on.
0: Yeah. Crazy.
1: Excellent. What else do we have for the podcast? Because I'm not even going to process that
0: today. Uh, So we... Did predictions for the Royal Rumble because we did the podcast before the the weekend of the Rumble. You were going to Florida. You had picked Cody to win the men's Rumble, yeah. Bianca to win the women's Rumble. Grudgingly,
1: I wanted Bailey, but you had picked her, and it seemed as though I wasn't allowed to <laughs> for some reason.
0: Um, yes, I picked Cody and Bailey as, as yeah. So as if we both picks. picked
1: Cody, why couldn't I have picked Bailey? I don't know. You, you just you, you stuck with seemed Bianca to be.
0: That's something weird you did. Something that was you did that, that was weird. all on you. Um Cody won the men's rumble and uh Bailey won the women's rumble. Bailey won and set the record for the longest in the rumble. The women's rumble was great. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. We got a, we got a good uh she beat uh, Rhea Ripley's uh record for last year. Oh okay. Um we got a great spot with Jade Cargill finally debuting yeah. in the rumble. Great spot with her and Nia Jax. I mean, she picked up Nia Jax twice with no if you i mean picked her up with ease at one point and did did a one arm flex on the other arm i was like holy crap mm-hmm. uh they did a good standoff with her and bianca and then they got attacked so like they're teasing for something else yeah um, there'll
1: be a i was hoping it'd be them too
0: uh naomi came back um Feel the glow.
1: I hope they actually use her because she was so underused for her talent and her like athleticism.
0: They'll they'll use her. I'm sure. She's already signed to SmackDown. Uh, Tiffany Stratton came up from NXT and she got signed to SmackDown and she got the uh, main event on last week's SmackDown, which was awesome.
1: NXT added a poor man's Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, I I saw her last night.
0: Yeah, I don't know what this other girl is. Those two
1: girls were trash.
0: Um, and then. Uh the other big spot in the Roy- Women's Royal Rumble was uh Jordan Grace coming from TNA. And she She's a beast. She's legit. She's
1: like Rhea Ripley beast.
0: She's been winning powerlifting competitions. I like this girl has. is is legit and she is the TNA knockouts. Uh, champion. I
1: bet she could pick me up and throw me across this basement.
0: No kidding, man. She is legit, uh, and she had a great spot in the Rumble. She came out as number six, I think, and lasted for almost thirty minutes. Like she got a great spot. She came out with the TNA title. Talk about like you know crossing over with a company and and two companies working together. Like that's the way to do it, man. That yeah. was really cool. They gave her a great spot um, and and very enjoyable. The men's Rumble won by Cody. CM Punk tore his uh, tricep, left tricep, or uh, was it his right? No, right tricep. Right. Tore his right tricep in, in the match, unfortunately, um, which he Man, tore Everybody it, is getting hurt. He tore it doing a move with uh, Drew McIntyre, and it's one of Drew McIntyre's like, moves that he does in every single match, and it's called the Future Shock. And he said at a house show this weekend, he was telling the hard cam, he was like, hey, I'm looking for new names <laughs> I need a new name for this. (laughs) He's like, so let me know. Let me know. I need to change this because of, uh, uh, CM Punk. So, uh, let me know what it should be. Should it be, uh, something, uh, I can't remember what he called it, but he said maybe I should call it clobber in time or something like that, which is like something CM Punk does when he comes, comes down the ramp. Um, so it, it's, it's funny. They're using it pretty well with Drew. Um, they're, they're making a story out of it, which is great, but Punk's going to be out for Mania, so that sucks. But the interesting thing is is that Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble, I have never seen in a Royal Rumble where after they win the match that the champions are sitting up in a box seat, and then the winner points out the champion and says, I'm coming for you. And that's what they did with Cody Rhodes. He stood up. He looked He looked for Roman, found the box where Roman was, and then pointed him out and said, I'm coming for you. And I thought, wow, all right, so we're getting right at it. This is WrestleMania 40. Like, the main event's going to be Cody versus Roman 2. Awesome. They've been building this for two years now. Like, building. he lost last year. They built up for a year on that. They've been building this second year. He wins a Rumble twice in a row now. He's going for Roman. Cool. That is not where they are going now. SmackDown happened the Friday after the Rumble, this past Friday. And The Rock has returned. Boo. The Rock is on Dwayne Johnson, is a part of the TKO board of directors. And apparently, uh, from what I have read, is that part of his deal of becoming a board member was main eventing WrestleMania 40.
1: How pathetic. I just think, like, I hate when these old guys come back like you had your moment you had your time like if you want to like come back for some kind of like shtick or some kind of like whatever that's one thing but to main event WrestleMania when there's a whole locker room full of guys when there's a guy that they've been pushing to the top that the fans want that said he was going to do it. And then he comes back and does this. I just feel like it's so pathetic. Like you've heard all these rumors about the rock as an actor being like this egomaniac and this megalomaniac and always wanting his way. And I've been like, Oh, he seems kind of like a cool guy. And now I'm like, Oh, maybe that's not the case. Maybe this is the same thing that happened to CM Punk back in the day. And I'm not a big punk fan, but it is true. Rock came in and did whatever. And I feel like it's like, it's, it's pathetic it's like the guy trying to relive his glory days like get get out of there there's a it's just like people asking john cena like why didn't you stay and do something like this and he's like there's other guys there That want to do it. And yes, I'm stealing the thing that Steven told me. But there's other guys in the back that are working hard, that are coming up, that are doing this. Like, I had my time. I had my moment. I've done all this. Yep. It's somebody else's time. And for you to get yourself there, to get yourself on the board and say, I'll do this if I can head wrestle. You're like, you're nothing better than like a bully. It's like pathetic. Might as well have Vince backs. They still have no power to do anything.
0: Yeah. He's got his own creative writer now that was a writer during the Attitude Era that's going to be at events to make changes if if The Rock wants to change something. It's it's crazy it's to BS. me.
1: It's BS, and they, WWE put out a shirt today for Cody Rhodes that says, Claim Your Kingdom, which like makes me mad because I'm like, he doesn't get to. So you're selling everyone this shirt, like this Cody Rhodes shirt, because that's what people want. So you're making money off what the fans want, knowing farewell that you're not going to give it to them. And how stupid you think the fans are, like, oh, we're going to sell you this shirt for what we know you want, but we're not going to give it to you, but we're going to make money off of you buying what you want that we're not going to give you.
0: Well, the thing is, is that Claim Your Kingdom has been his sto- has been his thing for the last two years on all his merch, Claim Your Kingdom. Yeah,
1: but they're not going to give it to him.
0: The other thing is, is that he's been talking about finishing the story. Finishing the story is winning the WWE championship that his dad never won, and... They made a video game, WWE 2K24, Mm -hmm. that just released, or it's on pre-order, I think. I don't think it's out yet, but it's on pre-order. And the whole thing about it is, it's 40 years of WrestleMania, and you get to finish the story. And Cody Rhodes is on the cover, and it's advertising to finish the story. And now he's not going to finish the story. Yeah. It's not happening. Now, granted, here's the thing. The Rock versus Roman is a once-in-a-lifetime match. It's a once-in-a-lifetime match. It's two huge guys that at at a certain point in time in their career were literally the guy. They're both Samoan. They're both cousins. They're a part of the same family, and we have Roman with this whole tribal chief thing. And it makes sense to do a bloodline-type story, but the title's not necessary.
1: Yeah, not for the title.
0: I think it's. I, I think that the Rock and Roman could be done at Summerslam, in August. They could build it for then. There's no need I to it do just, it at WrestleMania. Yeah.
1: I think it just makes the Rock look like an egomaniac. It it
0: it does. And I hope I hope that tonight on Monday Night Raw that the fans hijack the show, chanting "We want Cody." Because their video that they put up with the segment with Cody handing over handing it over to the Rock and letting the Rock and Roman get a face face off, it had the most negative dislike thumbs downs that WWE has ever gotten in any of their YouTube posts with before we got on this podcast, which was, you know, Monday at about five, five o'clock, the, the dislikes were over 200,000 dislikes with about 57,000 likes. That is telling. Yeah, the hashtag on Twitter had two hundred and ninety-seven thousand tweets hashtagged "We want Cody." The hashtag for "We want Rocky" was about fourteen thousand.
1: Well, you didn't talk about NXT Vengeance yet, did you? I did not. There so, was two signs in the that's crowd. That's what I was going to say. There were signs for Cody last night. I didn't see anything for the Rock.
0: Yep. Um, and they didn't ha- hijack the show last night, which they didn't need to. No. It's, it's NXT. NXT is not involved with this. Don't don't mess up it. Don't mess with NXT. It's not. No, necessary. I'm just
1: saying they're all WWE fans. They're all yeah. wrestling fans, but.
0: Um, and there was a lot of good matches last night. Um, Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin winning the Dusty Classic against Trick and Mellow. That match was great. Braun Breaker is getting so much better. I
1: I hundred percent
0: like he is. He is fun to watch right now because I'm seeing him grow and I've been watching him for two years and I, it, I've been watching him grow in front of my eyes and he's getting better. Well, they I finally like have
1: Vince out of there trying and they're letting him do something different, not the box Vince wanted to put him in.
0: Yeah, they're letting him be himself, which yeah, is cool. And it's working. Um, Jack and Joe Gacy had a no disqualification match that was legit brutal i mean wow those two guys beat the crap out of each other it was great DiJek won that match um tony d'angelo and stacks they defended the ti- nah they didn't defend their titles it was a it was a intergender uh six man two guys two guys and a girl versus two guys and a girl um and they won uh the new north american champion Oba Femi beat dragon lee Obafemi is, man, he's got it, man. He is a star. I
1: think his thigh is as wide as my whole body. 6'6",
0: six, six, 320 pounds, I think. The dude's from, uh, he's from South Africa. I, th- I want to say he's from Nigeria. I,
1: I was going to say Nigeria, so I think that it, that's what I thought, too.
0: He is huge. Big man. Big man. He literally threw
1: him like a shot put. Yes. And as a former field champion. <laughs> I know.
0: Um, the main event was Ilya Dragunov and Trick Williams, of which Ilya Dragunov won. And Mello didn't exactly cost Trick the match, but he turned on Trick at the end. And that is what we've been waiting for for two months now. And I talk about all that because all those matches were good, but they were not the best match on the card. The best match on the card was Lyra Vicaria defending her women's championship, NXT Women's Championship, against Roxanne Perez. These two women Went out and did what got me to fall in love with wrestling when I was eight years old chain wrestling, yeah, headlock takeover, arm bar takeover, wrestling, get, not get out high of it.
1: flying moves, but like wrestling, yeah, throw Tight somebody, wrestling, throw them
0: into the ropes, do an arm drag, and then they get out of it with a scissor, head scissor takeover, like just back and forth. And then they'd get up and the crowd would cheer and they'd look at each other and give, you know, give kind of a head nod of like, all right, let's see what you got, and then they'd lock up again and do it. It was so. Yeah, good. It was so good to watch, and and I, as they were both, you know, as they each came down the aisle, I told Jess, I was like, man, I I hope this match is so good because these girls really know how to go. But you never know when two athletes when two athletes get in the ring, you never know how their chemistry is going to be. Yeah, because they got to communicate in the ring to help each other out and be there for each other. And man, that's just awesome. Now, uh, in that match, Lola Vice. She had a contract to cash in, and it got turned into a triple threat match because she came in towards towards the middle of the match and cashed in. And I was like, man, I don't want Lyra losing this match. It'll be even better if she wins because I don't think Lola Vice is ready, number one. um, But, man, this match was great. This was the best match on the card. It was legit old-school wrestling. There wasn't high-flying spots and mm-hmm. chairs or – None of that kind of stuff. It was legit what basic pro wrestling is, and that's that's what I liked. And so that's the match that I think if I was going to recommend anybody to go back and watch on Peacock is go watch Lyra Vicaria and uh, Roxanne Perez. They, te- they tear the house down. It's fantastic. I cannot wait to see these two girls grow more because they're both in their, like, 20s. Like I think Roxanne Perez is like twenty two or twenty three years old. Like she is super young, yep. and for her to be as good as she is is crazy. They're, and
1: they're both just very athletic, and
0: yeah. And Lyra's really coming into her character and carrying the title now. And the title is there's that whole thing about, in wrestling about having a title. Either one, you make the title, or, or two, the title makes you. And right now, that title is making Lyra. It's it's getting helping get her over more with the fans, and uh, it's it's. It's cool, man. I I I like NXT. I look forward to Tuesday night to see what the what the fallout is from this pay per view. But uh, that match was that match was the best match that I watched on the card.
1: Nice, cool, cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, WordPress. If we can just say nine one eight at gmail.com. Take a look for all of our posts this week. You'll see some different kind of posts coming up. Steven's going to be posting some more stuff on music. You'll be seeing some of those out there. Check it out. Yep. Give some of that stuff a listen. We'd love to see your feedback on what we're listening to, hear what you're listening to. Um, a big shout-out to Lee Nash. Thanks for liking our post. We're yes. big Sixpence on the Richer fans, so thank you for that. Yeah. We po- appreciate that. I posted that.
0: that today, and literally in less than a minute after it was posted, she liked it, and she commented. And yeah. I was like,
1: what is happening? Yeah, so very cool, so very, very cool. Very cool, very cool. Yes, um, like, listen, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell strangers. Maybe like write stuff down in a sticky note, pass it out to people as you're walking around. <laughs> Whatever you can do to get the word out, we really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all.